Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, the Real Gerald Quinn. Episode eight nineteen of the Real Deal Podcast, and we are back for uh, you know this the the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I, we thought that we wouldn't be back, but I guess at this point we should just become accustomed to it in terms of what the NFL has turned into with just the you know most incredible and just off the chain off season. In the history of the league, I just I don't think there's I, I don't think I'm being. It's not. Am I exaggerating? You don't have to qualify. Just go. It's just yeah, that It's it's been you know. This is non just like this. nonstop <laughs> madness uh, from week to week, and as always, similar to the NFL season, when the when the season the playoffs took place, I'm always joined by one Rob Sapp, who like myself is trying to get a hold of what. Exactly, the hell is going on, Bob? Side, how you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing wonderful and doing great. Just to just to piggyback, I really this is how intense the NFL. I have to go in immediately because this is the second time where you've had a previous topic lined up, a juicy one. I like just trying to figure out something to do during the summer, right? But uh, a juicy one lined up, and and immediate better one comes out that day that we're going to do the show yeah it's just, it's this yeah, yeah that's yeah. This is a lot this is a lot like <laughs> literally we will not be able to give deshaun watson the time it deserves right probably not because we have to be we have to go on to even as early as we're starting because deshaun watson literally could have been a whole show yes from yep. start to finish we had to talk about nothing else but deshaun watson but now even where we go long, potentially, this is just this. You got to give this so much attention. You have to. This is insane. This is insane what I'm looking at. Yeah. So and I've said that how many times three in the last, the last three, three, three weeks? Three, three, I feel like three, every three time weeks, I'm coming yeah. over here saying yeah. this is insane. Yeah. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's been, so I'm doing great. It's been a uh, recurring theme um, throughout the course of this NFL offseason. Uh yeah, March Madness has been you know March Madness is going oh, on. This, on is this is March Madness. It's been the NFL has taken over college basketball from that from in terms of that term with how it's been going. Um, so today you had another receiver being uh, traded, another top receiver, a guy who you know like Devontae Adams one day will be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Tyreek Hill traded to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Hill, Hill is just 28. He's, he's, he's been in the league for a while. He's only 28 um, in the prime of his career. Uh, Kansas City gets five picks. They get a first in 2022, a second in 2022, a third, excuse me, a second in 2022. Also, they get a fourth in 2022 and also a fourth in 2023 and a sixth in 2023. So Hill immediately signs a um, extension to stay with Miami now. I know you saw the number $120 million. This is what the contract really is. It's three years, $72 million, 52 and a half guaranteed. That inflatable number is similar to what you saw originally with Devontae Adams when they said it was $141 million in, 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 in regard in $141 million. Just, that's an inflated number. They will, those fourth and fifth years, the, the most important part of the contract is the beginning of any contract. So you got to, when these contracts come out, you got to give them a little time to kind of like, like marinate um, because it's not the, the first number is not the real number. It's always the guaranteed money. So still he's, you know, <laughs> well compensated 
three years, 72 million, 52 and a half guaranteed. Um, he is now a Miami Dolphin. Um, when you heard about this trade, uh, cause I, cause I have a ton on this trade, but when you heard about this trade happening and you got all the information in terms of the conversation, uh, what were your, what were your initial thoughts? Again, you can just continue to play this on loop from week to week. Shocked, stunned, didn't see this happening, confused as to why this is happening. Um, it is very challenging for me to analyze any of the things that are happening in an isolation um, way because I don't understand what I'm looking at right now because it is so counter to the NFL I have watched my entire life. So, and my football watching everything has been, a lot of it has been post-free agency. So this this is, most of it has been free agency um, in the NFL. So um, this is counter to everything that I've been led to believe. Even when you're recounting those numbers and how the numbers are breaking down, I hear you. Yeah, something, something, this, something else. Anyways, um, so, uh, so, um, I, I guess my first reaction was shocked and stunned. And then the next reaction was what is going on? And then I'm like, am I seeing something? Am I, something feels amiss. Am I missing something? So I started searching the young boy reporters to try to figure out, like, is there some new math money thing that I'm just not seeing? And maybe it's because I'm old, but I'm not getting any information there. So I'm unclear as to why this had to happen now. And just off the face of it, it looks like Miami got better in the now and Kansas City got worse in the now. But if I were to just isolate this to football as I know it, then it looks like Kansas City is playing for, is playing the future play kind of doing a little hybrid Patriot-esque get rid of them early rather than later and get as much as possible. This the Patriots they really do. Get as much as possible as they can. I mean, the haul that they got for him is 100% fair. Oh, it's more than fair. Like they so here here is the thing. Um so they've been with this core now for about five years. You've had the Mahomes of yeah, four years or so, because Mahomes this was Mahomes' fourth year. So you had Mahomes, Kelsey, uh Hill, um you can you can throw in Chris Jones as well in that um in terms of that core players and it's produced you know, a lot of success, one Super Bowl, a couple Super Bowl appearances, four AFC Championship appearances. But we talked all year long about team, what teams had done to catch Kansas City as far right. as in terms of game planning. Right. And 
we were wondering what was the move for Kansas City, not only from a strategic standpoint on the field, but possibly what could be something with like what is their chess move? Yeah, what is Kansas City chess move? We were wondering throughout this course of this offseason about what is Kansas City going to do to combat this, you know, nuclear sort of the arms race that's going on in the AFC West and the AFC in general. I think with this deal, you got your answer. Um, like, to me, I trust Kansas City from an organizational standpoint in terms of how they develop and draft talent, especially offensive talent. So it's like, okay, we'll pay you, but Ultimately, we still have to. We still have to. Uh, we would like to improve our defense. Um, <laughs> we would like to. There are other parts of our team that we would like to work on, and I think it's gotten to. A, I think it's gotten to a point. I talked to you earlier about this. Is is I don't think that. I, I think again, I could be proven, certainly proven wrong, but I think that it's gotten to a point with these with receivers. Now, by by the way, I'm prefacing and say. I don't think that we're, we're seeing a devaluing of the, the wide receiver to the level of the no, they're, they're I don't think we're seeing that. This ain't devaluing nothing. Yeah, I don't think, no, I don't think we're seeing that. But I, what I will say is we've seen teams who have paid their quarterback, their franchise quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, you had Roethlisberger, you had Drew Brees, who have given the, these, their quarterbacks massive amounts of money, and rightfully so, Russell Wilson with Seattle. And they haven't won the Super Bowl since they paid their quarterbacks. So there's something to be said about that. So I think that Kansas City's like, hey, we can't, we're not like, we're not going to do, we're not going to pay you twice. We're giving you one big contract, one nice big contract. Um, we trust our process as far as drafting. And if we, have a, if we have a team that's willing to give us this amount of capital, it's almost a deal that it's almost too good to be true for Kansas City getting this amount of capital. You think you talk about having two first round picks this year, two second round picks this year, and also two fourth round picks. So like they have three extra picks in the first four rounds of this draft. And looking at their history, and I'll go through it as far as some of the offensive players that they've picked late in these rounds. Um you know, Kareem Hunt was a third-round pick, 86 pick. Uh, Tariq Hill was a fifth-round pick, okay, in 2016. Um, Travis Kelsey was a third-round pick. Uh, Nicole Hartman, Nicole Hartman, second-round pick. So there's a history offensively of them being able to pick guys out, develop them, coach them up, and, you know, we see what it's turned into. I trust that organization, I trust Andy Reid, I trust whoever, their scouts, I trust, like, I, I trust what direction they're going into. I don't think this was an emotional decision. I don't think this was, this was in contrary to how I felt about Devontae Adams, and we'll talk about that later. I don't think this was an ego decision. I simply think that this was a, just a business, business decision and that this was just too much capital to turn down, to be honest with you. So, I feel like Kansas City is making their move. Um, you cannot gauge the Kansas City team right now based off you can't gauge them right now because they haven't the draft hasn't taken place and free agency is not done. So so those of you out there are gonna say, Well, 
they're not as good without Tyreek Hill as they are right now. Yes, at this moment, yes, in this exact moment, but you have to wait till this plays out with the draft picks and also with the rest of free agency. They can move, they can make a trade. They can, I mean, they with the capital they have, they could trade for DK Metcalf. That can like, they have that kind of capital. So you have to get you have to wait to see where they're at um as this process plays along. But look at their history. Look at their draft history. Look who look at the organ who look who we're dealing with here in terms of how they do business. I have to give them the benefit of from the doubt of the doubt from that standpoint. And um I, I think that this is I really think and I thought about this on my way home from the tra- on the train. I was like, I really think that we're seeing a chess move, uh, maybe a change in philosophy as well in terms of how they're gonna approach the game of the turn approach of the game offensively. I really do from that standpoint. So uh what, what are your thoughts about that? Uh, my thoughts are we might have wanted to talk about this ahead of time. Otherwise, this is great if you like opposing opinions. I could not disagree with everything you said. Literally everything you said more. I 100% disagree with every single thing you said. I hate this move. I think it's short-sighted. I think it's stupid. You do not trade away a once-in-a-lifetime receiver. I've watched him eviscerate my team and other teams. He is a singular talent. It is ridiculous. If any of those things were accurate, we would have heard those things before. The Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill trade do not make sense on any level, mainly because None of those things were said before. They're only said after to justify something that is unjustifiable with the current information that we have. You do not let a six-time Pro Bowl singular talent in the prime of his career go on a Super Bowl contender. No, Surreal. What are we doing here? No, I'm not trying to legitimize this or anything. They're not thinking no steps ahead. None of that. They are hoping and praying to God this works out because all that first, second, fourth, fourth, sixth in 2000 and who cares are theoretical exercises. They may or may not. We know the draft itself is 50-50 at best. Um, that is a singular talent. You just let walk through that door. You don't do it. No franchise should do it. Don't condone it, won't condone it, won't ever condone it. This is ridiculous for them to do this. It's just ridiculous. With the current information that we have right now, I should qualify that. So yeah, I mean, I, I disagree on with every single thing you said. I would yeah I would have made the move I, like I would have if they, if I like if it comes down to the money if it comes down to to it to where it comes down in terms of the money I would have made I I can't I can, like I can't go back I can't turn down this amount of capital I can't yeah like, I can't Easy. I, I, like I, Easy. I, I turn that down hang up the phone bye Tyreek Hill nope we wasn't talking about Tyreek Hill Tyreek Hill's name hasn't been mentioned in anything real so the way that this works out you know this. They would have had to call. They put Tyreek Hill on the, sh- the block. Uh, Miami didn't just not Miami. I mean, of course. Uh, so the GM makes call. Of course, they're making calls all the time. GM call. What about Tyreek Hill? That's where 
if you like, if they go, what about Patrick Holmes, Mahomes, they laugh at him and they hang up the phone. You don't go, um, tell me more. So that's what I'm saying. That's the initiation. Any GM is going to call and say anything at any given time. The team initiates that. And so, um, so it was like, keep going, keep going. Like I get, I get that part, but the piece, the piece that doesn't make sense with the information that we have currently is why would you even be looking to move on from Tyreek Hill in the first place? Everything you said about what they were talking about, the contract, all that, all that was true last year. They knew all of those different pieces of information. There hasn't been a whiff of this at all from anybody. That yeah, I, just, see, here's the thing. I don't think that, here's the thing. I just don't think that this move, I think they had a certain number that they Nobody was bad. saying Tyreek Hill was the problem. Nobody was saying no, 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 no. The thing that needs to happen for this offense is they need to get rid of one of their Pro Bowls, get a bunch no, no, of draft. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not no, that no, wasn't no, even. No, the nobody was saying that. No, 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 but no, no. But what are we talking about? That. But I'm saying I'm talking about. I think they were they were not clearly willing to go past a certain number that he was asking for. Like this was about a contract. This was about money. From a standpoint, they were not willing to pay him a certain amount of money. Amount of money, they were not willing to go past a certain amount of number. So I, I again, I don't think I don't think, and I think I think similar to the Green Bay, once they got past that number, they were like, you know what, we're gonna move them. Well, this is one of those you know, things. Here, here's here's I'll give them. I will give them the benefit of the doubt that they're smarter than me, but boy, here's oh boy. The thing. You have a, here's the thing as a comparison to Green Bay, that which we'll, we'll get to. Your quarterback is 27 versus their quarterback being 38. So you have time to develop the talent, and you have time to develop the talent. And, again, we've seen a number. Look, look Jamar, Jamar, uh, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson's, there are receivers coming out of college that, uh, like, come on. No, you can say anything you want to me. All that is theoretical. Yeah, it is. But don't, don't, pretend like don't, 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 pretend like, don't pretend like they're not big-time receivers coming out of college every single year. Like, like uh, But not Tyreek Hill. Not with that speed. Don't you don't do have to be. They don't have to be exactly like Tyreek Hill to be uh, okay. to be effective. This is, this is I mean, they like come on. They this is have, absolutely going to be an argument. This is absolutely going to be an argument. You ain't have to exactly be like Tyreek Hill. There's no way we're going to agree on this. No, there's I no. Mean, way. That's fine. No, that's fine. Um, he is so. What, so do you think that? I'm, I'm very curious to see. Like, and again, this will come out later on in terms of like exactly like like how he got to this point. This quickly, uh, and how fat, like how fast this happened, happened. Um, I think that uh, again, I, I can't see. I don't see Kansas City making emotional, just rash decisions. That's just not how this this organization has operated. We're missing. We're missing information. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, there's no two ways. Of course, something else at play that we just don't have the information. Because I agree with you. This is not a emotional decision if it was going to be an emotional decision they would have done something when he had all those charges and everything against him right like that would have been an emotional right. reaction this just doesn't make sense um what do you think about it from a miami perspective it's terrifying to me from a miami's perspective i You're like terrified I said, of miami oh my god yes see real this is where now, 
I'm gonna put my complete fandom hat on because I've seen like Tyreek Hill Bills bad, just bad. It, that's it's bad for us. It is bad for the Bills. It is bad. Um, I do not believe and I do not jump on this hype train against Tua. And these are the three weapons they now possess at the receiver position. Devontae Parker, yep. Waddle, and Tyreek Hill. It terrifies me. It does. It does. They just paid the left tackle a bunch of money. They yep. got Remy Mostart in the backfield. They're going for speed kills. And speed absolutely kills us. They are building... They're building their own personal Bills Destroyer over there. The reason the Patriots don't scare me is the way that they're building their team is stupid. Um, and anti what's going on. The That, I do not like. I do not like what I saw. I do not like that. Um, and so, uh, what I all I heard was that Ross was trying to lose and was everything like that. So, cool. Then I'm confused on the other part. Why would you make this move if you are Miami? Um, they're building their own personal bills destruction machine in Miami. Um, so no, I'm not a fan of this move from any any side, <laughs> any side. But Miami got better. They yeah, think. Right, here, here's what I'll say. I, yes, Miami clearly got better, but I'm just I like. And the Patriots fans, they are nervous and admitted it. They they were so condescending to the rest of the AFC, but even they are like, we think Miami's better than us. Here's what I'll say um, about that. I yes, clearly Miami's better. Armstead, we know how good he is. We know like they, we know down the weapons they have. I'm I'm just not I'm not ready to put them into them jumping into contender status because I don't you I don't trust I was like the quarterback. No, no, the people there were there were people, you know, say you know Miami oh. could be a contender now. So I'm like that's crazy. No, nah, yes, of course. Are they a playoff contender? Absolutely. They were a playoff contender. Tyreek Hill is good. He's not that good. Yeah. There's no yeah. receiver that good. But I'm not like yeah, you're in the division, so your perspective is different um uh, from that standpoint. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's I'm terrible. not like Big picture, I'm not in. I'm not fearing Miami. Big picture, to be honest with you, I, I just wouldn't like in terms of like making. Yeah, can they make the playoffs? Sure, they can make the playoffs. But no, I'm. I'm not. I gotta see more on Tua. Like I'm not. And you know, and I'm again. I'm not one of these Tua bashers either. I think Tua is okay. Um, I will see. I mean, guess we're gonna see what Tua is about because clearly they have the weapons now. Like so, it's not that the them not having. We, we will absolutely see what Tua. Is about this is a it'd be a it'd be a career defining year for him because they have yeah they have the weapons they so you know we'll see what it's about but I'm not like yeah I'm not terrified of my sure. you're in the NFC who cares yeah you know, no, yeah, yeah 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 you know ahead. like you're not in the mix of the <laughs> not, so right. get out of here with your analysis <laughs> you don't care or you're not impressed get out of here go deal with whatever quarterbacks you don't have to deal with. On yeah. a weekly basis. But no, good for Miami. I mean, listen, like, I think this is what the NFL is right now of you having to be just uber aggressive. Um, when if you go for it, like, like this is this is what you need, you know, like, it's a lot of capital. I, I agree, it's a lot of capital, but they listen, you gotta make you have to make moves, you have to be over, you, you can't be 
you can't play three yards in the cloud of dust um, and try to uh, make your and try to uh, compete in the NFL. If you're trying to compete for championships, so I applaud the aggression. You know, from that standpoint, um, we're going to see what comes out in terms of uh, more information from uh, in terms of what can uh, with Kansas City, because um, this happened. It just happened too quick. <laughs> like I, twenty years, the Patriots are dominant. No crazy moves are being made. Nobody can figure out how to go after them. 20 years. Now, everybody wants to make all the moves in the world and build dominant teams. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that's that's a great point. No, now, now's the time. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what happens when a dynasty falls like that. Honestly. Well, everybody thinks because everybody thinks they have a chance. Like every, no, everybody's trying to step into that next one, you know, be that, be that next one. So, um, it, 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 I mean, it's, it's, it makes for, I'm being facetious, of course. It makes for, just infinite amounts of fascinating sports to all of us who thought we were going to have time off. Nope, not at all. Not even remotely close because the dust hasn't settled all this yet. We can't even get into like, for real, what do all these moves mean? Cause like you said, there's still so much roster construction to be done. Right. So we can't even get into what this all means as to what the on-field product will even look like. And then to think about the on-field product and all the different dynamics that could potentially, because while new and exciting is great, new is new. And there's a there's a growth that comes with that, right? So a lot of this, honestly, will occur to, will actually be about, out of all this stuff, who's healthy and who's able to, Get over that long learning curve the quickest. Yep. Now we move on to um, Deshaun Watson. Um, of course, last week he received a record shattering, uh, fully guaranteed contract, two hundred and thirty million dollars. Um, he is uh, now, of course, a Cleveland Brown. Um, once the criminal charges were dropped, or not dropped, but once it once it got established that he wasn't going to be charged from a criminal standpoint, and oh, it was God. just going to it was just going to come down to the civil uh, civil cases, twenty two civil cases, then the floodgates kind of opened up where you had New Orleans, um, Carolina. I'm leaving out a couple teams. Atlanta. Yep. You had about four or five. I mean, it was even more than that. It was at least five. Yeah. Five, yeah. There was at least five teams that, that had major serious interest in Deshaun Watson. Um, he initially turns down Cleveland, but they came with a second with too much money the second time. Um, that just, you know, it was one is like, you know, the Godfathers made him basically offer he couldn't refuse. Like they, you can't turn down that that two hundred can't turn down a two hundred and thirty million dollar fully. Guaranteed. Where is all this money coming from? I listen to all these teams and their cap people leading up, and none of them know where this money's coming from. Let me. Where I want to hold. I, 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 I like. I have some theories on that. I want to hold off on that because yeah. that'd yeah. be, be a, we can deep dive that. 
Um, I have got some couple theories on that uh, from from that standpoint. But yeah, everybody everybody's pulling money out their asses. Where did that money come from? So yeah, I guess absolutely. Um, yeah. So this happens, and it's like, damn, like wow, like wow, two hundred thirty million dollars getting fully guaranteed. So you got that Deshaun Watson back in the league. Um, then you have, of course, the twenty-two civil cases that we that are, you know, that the proverbial elephant in the room. Um, I li- I listened to a lot of Cleveland fans, read a lot of stuff with, with Cleveland fans, and it was all over, like like I told you, text you, it was all over the place. You had fans, yeah. you had yeah. fans that were going to convince themselves that hey, if we didn't sign them, somebody else was going to sign them. You had fans that basically said, I can't fuck with it. I'm throwing my stuff away. I don't want to uh I don't want a Super Bowl this bad. Um so you had a lot, you had more of the fans who just said, like, ooh, something is just not right about this. Um when you heard about this, what like let me ask you hypothetically speaking, um, if you're a Cleveland Brown fan, what would you be thinking right now? I mean, that that's an interesting question. I'll answer that, but I've also been pretty on record with my feelings on Deshaun Watson on this show. Um, and so um what I've I've shifted my my thought process um even on the cons- conspiratorial end where I've shifted it towards more like it was Deshaun Watson doing the things and then it was moved like the protection was moved away from him and he had to face the consequences for that. So I needed to say that because I've been so on the record about like what I thought was thought was happening. Um, Now, now to your question, if I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, I'm very, very confused. I'm very confused. I'm confused about a lot of different things. I'm confused about, how we entered this conversation in the first place. I'm confused by the seemingly contradicting reports all the time about uh, what, like why we wanted this to happen. Um, is it Baker Mayfield? Is it the organization? Is it Deshaun so talented? What, what is it? Um, and then I'm confused as to where all this money came from and if we could summon up this amount of money for um, for Deshaun, I wonder like where were they in I would wonder where my team was in the Russell Wilson, where they were in the Aaron Rodgers type uh, discussion as well. Did it have to be Deshaun Watson if we could if we could pull this amount of capital um, there. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's hard for me to be like a Cleveland Brown fan, so I'll flip it. Would I want Deshaun Watson on the Buffalo Bills? And my answer is no. It's too much drama at too high of a profile position, and that feels like not a contending team. And that's why you pay a quarterback like that that much money is to be an instant contender. And I think because of everything that comes with him, it actually defeats that purpose. So he's 
So he's probably going. I mean, more than likely, he's going to be suspended. Um, so anyway, from anywhere from six to eight games. If you notice, of course, they structured the contract to where he's only make his base salary is only one million dollars. So if he is fine, he's only going to get fined like fifty five thousand dollars a game, and they put that the rest of that money in terms of in terms of like into a salary a salary bonus or whatever signing bonus. Uh, so fans obviously were he some a lot of fans were obviously pissed off about that. Um, in terms of you know from a morality standpoint. Here's here's where I I I stand. Um, I root for a team that I have never seen a franchise quarterback. I was too young for Joe Theismann. Okay, I've never seen a franchise quarterback. I root for a team that has gone through, despite winning championships with Super Bowls with Mark Griffin and Doug Williams, they were not franchise quarterbacks. Clearly, we're not franchise quarterbacks. We've gone through as many quarterbacks as any franchise in the last 30 years. I would probably the most, to be honest with you. Um, definitely top three in that category. And I have to agree with you. Um, I wouldn't want to run on my team. And I was one at the beginning of this to say, hey, let's put, let, the, let this process play out. I don't want to condemn this man's reputation or like, I don't want to be guilty to proving innocent. But at certain point when it's like fucking 22 cases, it's like, bro, 22 cases, 24 women. I'm like, yeah, rape. He may not have raped somebody, but something happened that wasn't supposed to happen. And just the fact that he put himself in that position to be accused of this is is problematic, to say the least. And I also thought about from a standpoint of, yeah, if he was on my team and we did, because I, I disagree with you, I think Cleveland will be a contender, maybe not this year, but in the future, I think they're going to be contender. And they may even win a Super Bowl. But if that does happen, do I really want to be I don't I don't want to be saying Super Bowl but like if you win a Super Bowl, it's supposed to be just pure joy and bliss. You're not supposed to be saying we won a Super Bowl but and I just feel like anybody with a clear conscience having that dude on your team, you're gonna be saying we won a Super Bowl but and it's like no. I'm good. I mean, I've having conversations with a mutual friend of ours about, we talk about the industry in terms of just the, 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 the uh, not so much the sports industry, but just the entertainment industry. And we see a lot of these actors and people basically selling their souls for, for, for a bag or people just doing anything for attention. We see it on the internet all the time for just, just for fame and, you know, just for some quick cash. And we, you know, I was, we were having conversations like, I'm just not, it's not certain things I'm not going to do just for money. And I, as a sports fan, I'm not selling my soul as a sports fan just for a Super Bowl champion. So that's where I was at with the Watson thing. Listen, the talent is undeniable. We know Deshaun Watson is a legit top seven to eight quarterback. I mean, he's, the guy's a winner. He won in college. He was successful in his short time in the NFL. He's been he's been great. So it's not even about, and he's only 26 years old. So it's not even about his on the field talent. But to your point, I don't want all like I, I don't just again I don't want those questions of morality and having. I don't want the I don't want to deal with this in terms of trying to and also want to root for my team at the same time. I don't as a fan. So we agree from that standpoint. Um, and especially me, you have a franchise quarterback, but um, I would again, we would love a talent, somebody as talented as Deshaun Watson, but I don't want Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't want wouldn't want Deshaun Watson. And I, you know, 
we wouldn't he didn't have a chance at him anyway because he wouldn't we wouldn't have waived his no trade clause. But even even if he would have, I, it it'd been it would have been like I can't fully we win the championship. I can't fully enjoy that championship if we were to win. So listen, I I think you know he'll play this season. Um, if I'm in, if you're his people, so you you hated this for. Who do you hate this more for? Who do you dislike this more for? Him or for Cleveland? You because you were like you were consistent yeah. with saying like I don't if I'm his people if I'm advising yeah. him I wouldn't have went to Cleveland. Yeah, well, I mean, like I I ultimately hate this for Cleveland because I do not think they get what they want out of this, which is a championship. Um, and so, uh. And Deshaun Watson will get what he wants out of this, which is all the money. So that's a win for Deshaun Watson and his people. So everybody will ultimately get over whatever happens. But definitely in the short term, like if it was about Deshaun Watson rehabilitating himself and ingratiating himself back into the culture of the NFL and like doing it as quietly and peacefully and not as disruptive to himself and his family, then Atlanta would have been the best spot for him. That is a city. That is a city and a culture that eh, sports is in. You know, we're good. We're there. You're not good, and we don't care. Arthur right. Blake is an owner that doesn't really mean anything about anything, right? Um, and you know that whatever they turn over that coach staff whenever they feel like it. Um, so, uh so I just I felt like that would have been a, a softer landing spot, uh, media like not hard, not everything like that. Conversely, Cleveland cares a lot about their football, like a lot, like a lot, lot, lot. Like football is number one. So the spotlight would be on him, not only on the field. He better not go to another massage therapist in Cleveland ever. A girl from Cleveland may never come to his house. Like it's. Is the community is football, and um, to your point, a side eye will always be on him. There will always be an asterisk around him, um, no matter what he does. Um, and in a place that is starving for um, that quarterback play, but also, and I've experienced this with Josh Allen, what people also really want to do is really love and embrace their quarterback. Right. right, like those two things, um, and so they and they go hand in hand, and so that is always going to be a part of this story about hey, can we truly ever in, embrace ingratiate? And then, wow, you're absolutely right. You will have some people who are like, "Yep, we need a quarterback. We're just going to embrace the guy." You'll have other people that will be like, "Nope," and they'll be in the same household sitting across from each other at the dinner table. Right. And so like, that is a, that is, that is a fandom divided. And that is also no bueno. And that's why ultimately I land on this bat for the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, you know, it, <laughs> It's tough, man. It's tough. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's, this it's, is real life. This is real life. It is. This is gross. It feels icky. It does. This, this one, this one, this one's I don't want any of that, honestly. No. Like, as a fan, I would prefer not to. And I was having this conversation with my brother, 
but we all have our own individual fandom lines, right? Right. Like um, he's done. Like like he's he's done with the Dolphins. The um, the what you call it was the line for him. Um, yeah, yeah, Flores is the line. He's just okay. done. He's done with the Dolphins and pretty much done with the NFL. I'll probably get him back into the NFL at least. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Line. Yeah, no, it's serious. It's serious. No, everybody has a line. Rex Ryan yeah. was mine, real. I was done with the Bills for years. That Rex Ryan regime, I oh. do not acknowledge it. Yeah, I did not watch. I did not care. And that was the first time ever. That, he, that was my line. Yeah. We all have our individual lines. And this one, and the reason you got an individual line is because the reckoning is, um, can I feel good when this person wins? Yeah. Right? And it's like, when he's on your team, can I feel good when my team wins? His success is my team's success. Can I feel good? And if that answer is no, then you have to be like, you know what? This defeats the purpose, right? Yep. We don't get anything out of this other than entertainment. And so if watching my team becomes a painful experience, why am I doing it? And not the fun sports paper wins and losses, right? The yep. like, this makes me feel uncomfortable about who I am as a human being. Right. That's different. Yeah. And that's next level. And that's what the Cleveland Browns fade. And like, as we're talking about, like the Tyreek Hill move terrifies me. This move doesn't worry me at all. You said they're going to, but nope. He will never be the player he was in Houston here ever. And I say a strong, I keep the strong opinions coming on Deshaun Watson because it is a very strong situation. This has so many ways to play out. This has so many ways to play out um, that uh, it, it this will be another infinitely fascinating aspect of the NFL season that is already infinitely fascinating. Yeah, it's gonna, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, I heard some comparisons in terms of how he's going to rebuild his, like, uh, Big. His image, and I had a, like I heard the Kobe Ben Roethlisberger comparisons, uh, and the, the thing I'll say about those, in particular, Kobe Bryant. Uh, when Kobe Bryant, uh, when all that went down, Kobe Bryant. Um, first of all, he was already on the Los Angeles Lakers. He was already established as a like a Laker superstar, or what have you. And the bottom line is. When that happened with Kobe Bryant, we didn't know whether Kobe Bryant would ever play basketball again. Like he, generally, he literally was on trial for his life, in a sense. Like flying back and forth during playoff games, what have you, and what have you. Um, and that was a you know when that situation came out. I mean, that was a one-time situation. And then you know all the stuff came out, evidence, what have you. He kind of got cleared, but he still. I mean, he still he still settled um, out of court. You're talking about again, twenty-two cases. <laughs> like this is not a one-off. Like this, like this, this, like this, this allegedly continuously happened. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, Kobe was already a Laker. So from that standpoint, you chose you your franchise chose to sign this dude. 
your franchise made this choice. You said, in spite of everything, you you are making this choice in spite of everything. So that is the major difference for you know um, when people make that comparison, um, make that comparisons. But you know, I like he's going to have to go to the ends of the earth, and it still may not be enough to rehabilitate his rent, to rehabilitate his image. I, I mean, I think him getting suspended. I actually, I actually think that's a great thing for him to get suspended um, eight games. So it can be so people won't look at the standpoint of he completely got away with everything. Like the worst thing to me, the worst thing for him to be the worst thing that, that could happen to him in terms of slowing down that process of rebuilding his image to be played week one. That'd be the worst thing. That, that would be absolutely the worst thing. I think the suspension would be the best thing. And it's not, of course, it's not going to guarantee you know, that he'll ever be the same from a people will view him the same, but I think there has to be some type of like punishment or there has to be some type, something that's, that's humbling. You know what I mean? Even with, like, even with Kobe, he was going to, he was trapped, he was in, he was going to a courtroom like every other day. Like, that's like, and people, like, again, if you remember, I know you remember that very well, 03, we didn't know if Kobe would ever play basketball again. Like here's the, here's the problem with even the suspension angle is they tip their hand with the contract. Yes, and the NFL and the NFL has and the NFL is not trustworthy when it comes to like so, people don't trust the NFL. Even at all. like I even if yeah. it, I believe it'll be a year suspension, even if it's a year suspension, they tip their hand with the contract. So yep. people already are like, even if not, year, yep. he's yep. not facing the financial penalty. Right. Yeah. That's that's a great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was yeah. That pissed that pissed people off. The pill. Yep. I mean, on top yeah. of what's on top it's, of it's, it's just is this is one I, you just got to dig deep as a fan. You just that this this is one where you decide. Yeah, this is one where you decide. There's no way to paint this in a good light. There just is no way. Nope, nope, not at all. As a franchise, of course, what Cleveland's hoping is that he comes in and just wins, and everybody shuts up. Right? Like we win, he plays great, everybody's quiet. Because he's right. winning and playing great. Right. Um, I, 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 I think they have miscalculated, seriously miscalculated, how much their fan base doesn't like this guy. I, I think it's either that or they just feel like the – or they just feel like to your point, to your point that, if, that when we, if we win that nobody's going to care. Yep. So um, I want to go on a rant really quickly. Go ahead. Go ahead. Before we go on Cleveland, two things. One is it is just hilarious in my head if they win the Super Bowl this year. It's just hilarious. I literally think the world will explode. Like, I don't think we can handle the Browns and Watson holding the Super Bowl trophy. Oh, that just, yeah. it just is legit hilarious in my head. So that's, that's a mini just side note. My for real rant though is um Cleveland, how dare you? Just how dare you in every single circumstance? You haven't been able to get a competent quarterback in the building for what two, three decades? Forever. Um Otto Graham. And, <laughs> and uh and I mean I'll give Kozar. Kozar is very good. You know, yeah, Kozar right? so I'll give that's why I said two, yeah, three decades. About 40, 20, about 30 years, you know, whatever. Yeah. Give or take a decade. Yeah. Um, how dare you um, come out your mouth? We need an adult in the room. And you go from Mayfield to Watson. Really? What are you even talking really? about? Yeah, what? Yeah. You, 
are not the best judges of no, quarterback. No, no, so no. how dare you? Tim Couch? I mean, come on. Achilles Smith? Do we, uh, how we, like, come on. Dare. We need, like, please. You should have been on your knees. Oh, no. Nah, Achilles Smith was Cincinnati. I'm sorry. God, that Baker Mayfield was there and doing everything possible to try to make that situation work way before you start thinking about how do we move on to the next destructive situation that we could possibly get ourselves into. Um, the Browns are the Browns for a reason. For a reason, yep. yep. And I ended at that. Yep. Yeah. At the end of the day, you see why these franchises are who they are. Yep. That, 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 um, that, that, also, another side note, now, now that I'm thinking about we, I'm on this topic, uh, when you made your your uh, comment about the Redskins, how many quarterbacks they've gone through are, well, sorry, excuse me. The Commanders. <laughs> sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> the Commanders in how many quarterbacks they're going through. The Colts are trying to break that record by the end of this decade. They're just like, you know what? We just want a quarterback a year. We're just going to do it again. Every year. So, um, that's that's just another funny thing that was in my head. Oh, good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the coach. Yeah, um, yeah. So the first major receiver that uh, the first All Pro receiver that that got moved before. Uh, it is saying that we're having this conversation. The um, first All Pro receiver, not first All Pro receiver. Yeah. The, uh, the this off season. Of oh, this off season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of this off season. That was literally moved. we're like oh. That's the thing that happens now. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams gets moved to the oh, Raiders. Um, Devontae Adams, who universally is regarded pound for pound to be the best receiver in football, uh, coming off another all-pro, just all-world season. We know what he can do. He gets, in, he gets a three years, and this is what the contract really is, three years, $67 million. Um, you heard a lot of talk um, about, you know, again, we, we hear that the rumblings uh you know, Fresno State, great relationship with their uh, car and their, you know, buddy-buddy and, and what have you. Um, I Similar to Cleveland, I was on the Green Bay Packer thread and just virtually, you know, it's, it's ironic. Cleveland gets an all-pro caliber player and they part, part of them, a lot of them don't want no part of them. Cle Green Bay losing the all-pro player and the fans are just in, like, the fans are doing, are some of the greatest actors or actually believe in the organization because they I heard nothing but hey you know we uh this is a good move we we're getting a lot of capital uh Aaron you know could spread the wealth we were seven and oh when Devontae Adams was hurt Aaron was forcing the ball to Devontae Adams too much uh you don't give a receiver 28 million dollars a year yep. uh we can develop some weapons the Packers know what they're doing I heard nothing almost nothing but fans convincing themselves that this was a good move, and it was—it was, it was hilarious to me. I was like, you know what? I, I like—I'm not even trying to steal your joy. You are Packers fans. I hear everything that you're saying, but no, when, when I'm not—I—I I, I have to let me be the adult in the room, the objective one in the room, and say this one thousand percent was not a good move. Um, turns out that Aaron Rodgers, we had questions about this when it happened. That Aaron Rodgers did know, did, they, they said, basically said that he did know this was coming. Um, and basically, you know, Green Bay said that we were willing to offer him just as much as not more 
but he turned us down. But the bottom line is, listen, they could have done this deal, and they knew what they were doing by waiting to do this deal. Because once you wait to the offseason like this, then you put more people in play. They could have they could have signed him in the, in the regular season and got this got this over with. They knew uh, once they once he reached fran- franchise stage, they knew he wasn't going to play. More than likely, wasn't going like they knew this was going to be could be a blow up. And and all this shit can happen. I don't think they I, like. I just think that like to your to your point, our points we made offline. Like this was all ego. And I I got I got some a very interesting analogy to make to you know, I compare this to. What were your thoughts? Um, I think Green Bay made the cognitive decision that the way that they were going to sell this was to drag Adams down uplift Aaron Rodgers and so to pacify their fan base on this one also um the fan base is just very used to kicking up for Aaron Rodgers no matter what he does um and so once it was Aaron Rodgers is the one that was signed and um Devontae Adams was the one that was leaving it was very easy to make Devontae Adams the enemy um and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers is the big hero now um so that that is that. I look at this that is the exact same way with the Kansas City decision. You don't do this. This is stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Both of those teams are lesser. Both of those teams are lesser. And so um, you can you can sell the fan base and read all the different things that all the different words and everything that are being said. But the I love this. I mean, I could not love this move more from the Raiders. And especially pair what the Chiefs just did, oh, my goodness. They are dancing on tables in the AFC West. They are just dancing on tables, and the Raiders particularly. This, this is a goldmine fit for the Raiders. And um, Green Bay is just lesser. They're just the not. They're just lesser. It's just that simple. They're lesser. Whatever their chances were, they went down. So here's here's the thing. Um, so yeah, the conversation was um, a first, a first, uh, a first and a second. So that was a conversation. They got a first this year and a second this year um, that the Raiders traded uh, for Devontae Adams. Here, here, here's what I'll say, uh, and I'll make this analogy. Um, I watched uh, Rounders recently, and like Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers are absolutely made for each other they are they really are made for each other because they both are afraid to throw interceptions they both are afraid to go outside their comfort zone as far as when it comes to fully committing to win uh win super bowls and there's a reason why Aaron Rodgers only has one super bowl uh in his hall of fame all-time great career and he's part of it hasn't played well in big moments but green but the other part of it is the organization so, here's the analogy I'll make. Um, Green Bay is like the uh, Kanish off Rounders. I remember when, so there's a scene in, in, the, in the Rounders with Kanish and Matt Damon are going at it towards the end of the movie. And Matt Damon's like, yo, you never go for it as far as going for it in terms of the World, the world Series of Poker. You, you always keep everything so close to the best per se and you never had the heart the guts to go for it this is after the uh, the, uh, condition refuses to give him some money for so he can enter the game with kgb and great scene because they in essence they both were right because so condition is like look 
I'm not here. I'm not trying to be the greatest. I'm not trying to be the World Series of poker champion. I'm my kids eat. I play for the money. I'm playing like I like I got alimony, shit like that. I'm comfortable. I got the truck, my own business. I'm comfortable with where I'm at in life. And Green Bay as a franchise, they are comfortable in where they're at as a franchise. So they're not going to go like they're they're not just they're just not going to go completely all go all in and go for it outside of their of of, of their organizational structure and how they deal. Um and Rogers is like that but in terms of throwing in terms of the interceptions. The reason why he hasn't thrown he hasn't thrown a lot of interceptions. He's not he's not gonna go like you mentioned earlier, you mentioned in a couple podcasts when we did after the game, after that San Francisco game. Um, he doesn't like there are throws he doesn't make because he doesn't want to throw an interception. They are both they I mean they it's really it's really remarkable when you really sit back and look at it. Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers are just alike. Just alike from that standpoint. Um in today's NFL, we'll talk more about this. You have to be if you're not all in terms of winning championships, you're not gonna win the Super Bowl moving forward. That's just where we're at right now. This plan is safe. You know, stay in the course. The shit is not that shit is not going to work. And they have the fam. You know, we talked about that a couple of podcasts ago with the Rams. About everybody can't go all in. Green Bay has the foundational pieces to go all in. Period. And I don't want to hear all this shit. I heard this a lot from Green Bay fans. Well, you know, we gave him. We can't afford to play both him and Rodgers and keep our defense. Bullshit. You know how much money's in the NFL right now? Like I, like I don't want. I don't want to hear about. No one having any money in in terms of the cap, and that that should be I mean, that, that's going to lead me into you know the deep dive here in terms of some theories about where all this money is coming from. The bottom line is the, the salary cap is like is almost it's fucking non-existent. Like you're talking teams are like you like <laughs> you you just gave your team just gave uh fucking uh Von Miller a bunch of money. Like, like, I don't want to hear about teams that don't. You can't. I'm sorry. Here's 120 million. Yeah, yeah. You can't sell me on we don't have the money or they can't. No. The NFL, the, the NFL, these teams are worth more than ever. You have a gambling revenue of over a billion dollars. You have revenue, and the NFL teams are receiving 4% of that. So these teams have more money than ever. And to be honest with you, if you don't have a, all you need is a creative capologist. To kind of to uh, move restructure contracts and do all that shit, you have one of those. And by the way, if you don't, then you just you're playing with you know you're up shit's creek without a paddle. You don't have a capologist that can make that can allow you to make moves like that. So it's not about it's not about the money. They could afford to pay. They could have gave Dante uh, Devontae Adams that money and still kept pieces and necessary pieces to compete for a Super Bowl. They this was a green bay. This was a ego move. This was them trusting them system. This was their system more than anything. This was not about uh, this was not about uh, fine. This was not about finances from that standpoint. Not like they could absolutely one thousand percent afford to keep the uh, Devontae Adams. Like Devontae Adams. I mean, we we watched Kansas City for years have top like Mahomes, Kelsey, and 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 Hill making top dollar, and they and, and that group competed for Super Bowls, and they kept that group together for you know for for roughly you know four to five years. So I, I don't want to hear. That standpoint, from you know, if Green Bay fans want to convince themselves if that makes you go to sleep at night as a Green Bay fan, then so be it. But that that's just not the NFL in 2022. These teams, like if you compare the salary cap in football to other sports, 
the like basketball and hockey have hard salary caps to where you have to really manage what you spend in terms of, you know, especially basketball. The lot of teams don't want to pay into the luxury tax, so that's kind of like the barometer. But football's salary cap, the, the shit is is non-existent. Like I like it's not non-existent, but it's it's almost an illusion in terms of how it works. It, I I why we just watched the New Orleans Saints just who were allegedly supposed to be in, in cap hell making offer to Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Where the fuck did you get all that money from? Like, come on. Teams have the money. So, again, if you're a Green Bay fan, you want to convince yourself that, hey, we can't afford to keep Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams at top dollar, then, hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> if that makes you sleep at night, knock yourself out. But that that's just not – that's just um, – that's just not reality. Um, I just think, like, the way we're seeing – the way things are happening right now, you just have to be willing to just – you have to be uber-aggressive in terms of how you, in terms of if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go for it, then go for it. Like you know, it's like it's really no in between. Either you are rebuilding, or you're going for it. Um, getting to the Raiders, I know you you touched on it. One thousand percent love this for Raiders. I'm surprised that they were there were actually people criticizing this move for the Raiders, saying he, they overpaid to get them. I'm like, nah, they're they're they. You look at that offense right now. You 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 place him with Waller and then Hunter Renfro. With an above average quarterback, I mean the Raiders are the Raiders going to be right there. They will be right there competing. And in that division, you had like that like that division, you have to make a move like this and that to compete in that division. That division's insane. So I have zero. I don't see how anybody can knock the Raiders. Um, I get the Raiders all the credit in the world. Just, they're not going to just stand back and what? Let they, what you going to do with the Raiders? You going to stand back and get the shit kicked out of you by three other teams? Because that's what that's what was going to happen if you did nothing. <laughs> like, come on. So, no, uh, it's a great move for the Raiders. Um, I want to get back to the guaranteed money that Deshaun Watson got. Because uh, it was a question I was going to ask you uh, in regards to that. So, he gets $230 million of fully guaranteed money, right? If I'm Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or even Lamar Jackson, and I'm talking to my agent. I'm like, yo, all the money, my guaranteed money, all the money, all my money in my contract needs to be fully guaranteed. I think that's the next financial like jump that we could be headed for in terms of these quarterbacks. What are your thoughts on that? And then once it happens for the quarterbacks, then it'll start happening for everybody else. Yep. yep. Once, you, once you breach that door, you can't, you can't. You There's can't. no closing it. Nope. 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 You're wondering the next, the the highest uh, big quarterback contract will always be the next one. And so whatever the last quarterback got will be the baseline. So you're absolutely right. Every quarterback whose contract comes up will be asking for that and more. And they yeah. will. Yeah, no, because I'm like, yo, what? He got, huh? For, uh, this one must be fully guaranteed? And then, nah, nah. No, 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 no. And I'm, 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 I'm,
everything Watson. that Watson got and more. Yep. That's, that's what he will get. Unless he gives a discount. But it which, will only be if he wants to do that. Yeah, I don't, which I don't, this is his first big contract. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. If I, were, I, if I were anybody close to that, I would, like, strangle him. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. We want it all, all of it, right Everything. now. Everything, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who not, you know, his style of play, oh, no. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah especially, yeah. I mean, yeah, you always one hit away anyway, but you said, Ooh, yeah, no. yeah, that, no, yeah, his no, style of play, no. No, no. Nope, nope. Lamar Jackson it was smiling. He was absolutely smiling. Oh, yeah. Sean Jackson's contract. He's happy. Uh, so we look at, I want to look at the, I want to talk about the NFC, AFC talent gap. Um, so you see the names on here at quarterback. That's why I say it, bro. You had me talk about crappy Green Bay for all that time. I say, if you don't get to the AFC, I don't want to <laughs> talk about these crappy NFC teams anymore. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah, let's get yeah, the, the great stuff. So, Yes, so the AFC is loaded. Loaded. Um, you look at all the quarterbacks, um, and that's not even included some of the guys that just got signed, um, that just got traded for. We'll, we'll talk about Matt Ryan later and potential for others. But you look at those top quarterbacks in no particular that's order. That's sick. And you look at the that's players sick. that were added. And by the way, when this when I was making this list, I was making this list. Um, well, of course, well, Tyreek Hill was already in the uh, the uh, AFC. So, but there, there's somebody else that I left that I'm sure I left out a prominent player that was that was added um, that I probably left out. But these are the main notable players that have been added, either trade or free agency. Um, had like it's it's been a long like the you know the AFC still has some talent and you still have some good pretty a couple of good teams, but like. I've never seen a shift like this in an individual. It hasn't been a, it's been a long time since I've seen a shift like this in this one off pronounced. This is pronounced. Like, is this... What, let me ask you, is, like... All right, for entertainment purposes, and, like, we're making... We're doing making content off it, of course. Is this good for the league? This is amazing for the league. Because okay. this is historic. This is something that has never happened right. ever, ever. Right. And so um, when you get at that level, it's going to be exciting. Now, many, many years down the road, when it's like constant thumping, it might get a little old. But um, as of right now, there's no way to know who's going to win the Super Bowl next year. Right. There's legit no way to know. So you can't, from a the viewing standpoint, a fan standpoint, viewership, everything. Oh, the NFL, you know, bad for the world. NFL wins. <laughs> Anything bad, NFL wins. They win. They just win. Yeah, it's man. I'm looking at these names here and just, jeez, <laughs> woo, and especially the players added like. This is all like all those players added is going to the same division. <laughs> Jeez, oh my goodness! Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson to the Chargers. You know, Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones to the Vegas. Come on, come on! Oh come my god! Yeah, 
You can read every name on that list. Randy well, Gregory and, uh, and Russell Wilson to Denver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? All great. Nope. You still didn't read every name. Oh, you talking about, oh, Von Miller to Buffalo. Uh, yep, that's yep. the one I'm talking about. Right, that's the one. That's the one I was talking about. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so now I'm about to talk my talk my ish because I really didn't get a chance to do it on the day because I was so because I was so stunned. Especially with what happened with Kansas City. Especially that. Um I now am fantasizing about meeting Kansas City again in the playoffs. I Pray for that matchup to happen. And you know, that was never a thing before. This Von Miller move combined with Kansas City losing Tyreek Hill, I could not be more confident in my team. The season parted. It is going to be on them to to get that consistency, to um, get that number. I don't even think the number one is that deep anymore, to be honest with you. But to get get that championship game, in Buffalo, just that consistency of play. But other than that, we are steamrolling through this 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 thing to get to to get to that to get to that level. And I hope by some act of God, Kansas City is around in the playoffs, so we can just mollywobble. You take Tyreek Hill away from that game, we beat Kansas City up and down that field. So enjoy. Enjoy your enjoy your season of mediocrity, Casey. Enjoy it. <laughs> and when we stand with that Super Bowl trophy, I'm I'm going to have all the feels and all the fun. That's how big that Von Miller deal was. But I did say it immediately. My immediate reaction was that's the Super Bowl move. It is Super Bowl or bust. Um, and so somebody who has a player on here on a team that was contending, I can speak. From the heart about what it does is it gives you the best vision for your team possible, which is winning that ultimate championship. Yeah, the bond, I, I, like no, the Brian Miller move can't be understated because um, I just, I did not see y'all getting him. Like I, I dog with the last. That's a, we get back to that cap, of course, yeah. because at least like I'm telling you, like for uh, like I can speak. As a Bills fan, somebody who follows all this information, at the time of the Von Miller trade, we had just gotten to $5 million over the cap. Right. There was no way to fit a contract like that. under. There was just no way. It just right. inconceivable. Like, and so there was, I knew Von Miller. It just didn't even occur to me if Von Miller. That name didn't even occur to me because I knew we couldn't afford him. I knew it. I knew it. So, where did we get that money? I can tell you as a Bills fan, I have no clue. Not enough capology in the world makes us afford Von Miller. Something's going on. Something else is going on. I don't know what it is, but I'm so grateful that we fell into this position because I keep you, I mean, you know me well as a sports fan, real. I tend to lean towards the negative more than the positive. Uh, I think that would be an accurate statement. Here's the sentence I can't stop smiling. I can't make sound wrong. We added Von Miller to the number one defense in the NFL. I can't make that sound bad. I really can't. I can't. It just makes me smile. I I have no worries. (laughs) I just have no worries. Yeah. No, listen, I... 
I'm sure you were. Yeah, I'm in a good space. I am. I'm in a good space. You should be. Bill's lies. I'm in a good space. I am. You absolutely should be. I am. It's hard, man. I'm uncomfortable. This is not a space I'm used to being in as a sports fan. This is challenging for me. (laughs) Being confident? Oh, no, I don't like this. I'm not used to this. I'm listening to real. I was listening to uh, Indianapolis local, and I was listening to them talk themselves into Matt Ryan. And I was like, (laughs) oh, man, I remember those days. I don't want to get to those days. I was like, no, none of this is true. You know it's not true. Guy didn't even say, he was like, "Um, Matt Ryan, we only gave up three, two third-round picks, and we got rid of Carson Wentz and da-da-da. And I'm really excited about it. I think this move will be good, and it'll probably be something like Phillip Rivers. He might even get 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. I was like, you don't even believe what you're saying. <laughs> you don't even believe this. Oh, man, that is the worst. That is the worst. Well, look, uh, I mean, look, like, so you bring that up. Let, let's, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, Matt Ryan, of course, goes to uh, Indianapolis for a third-round pick. Sure. <laughs> um, listen, I, I like Matt Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still very, I, don't, I, I don't think Matt Ryan is cooked or done as a quarterback, but, like, if, Perfectly serviceable. He, yes. If if this move were, to, were if if Indianapolis were in the NFC and Matt Ryan was landing on them, then I'm like then then I you could sell me more on it being having an impact, more of an impact. Even though I still wouldn't favor them, but the AFC, like, come on now, like with, like you're in a con- you're in a conference with with the quarterbacks. Real, <laughs> real, it's forest for trees on this one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We can talk about Matt Ryan if we want to. Right. But here's what I challenge the Indianapolis fans. Let's zoom out here. Franchise. I don't even. Let me just put. I'm not even gonna put a name. Franchise. If I just say franchise A has had. Was it four quarterbacks in four years? Right. And the reason they have is because their future Hall of Fame quarterback retired because <laughs> he couldn't stand what the franchise was doing. Does this sound no, like no? A- no, he was getting he, he retired because he got this shit be out of him because of the exactly, franchise. Exactly. I mean, what the franchise is doing. So my point being is, you're fooling yourself. You're just fooling yourself. This is desperation. You're just right. being desperate. Yeah. Finding any quarterback with a name every year is crazy. Yeah. You keep giving up assets for quarterback year that's going to be gone in a year. Right. This is the opposite of good. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's... They're, they're, yeah. They're, they're death. That, that's what that just, I'm just like, y'all are so desperate to be relevant. This is sad at this point. No, no, it's 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 like, I like, yeah. No, now, they, look, if they if they could find a way to get five draft picks, I would be all for it. That franchise can reboot because they want to win the old school way, and it's just not going to work. Here, here's the thing you just mentioned about, um, you just mentioned it with their they, you you just mentioned it with Andrew Luck. You had a franchise generational talent. Okay? They, should be, they should have been booted from the league. You had that. 
That's the unreal. We had it. This guy, this guy was considered unreal. like the best prospect. He was one of the considered to be one of the three best prospects in forty years, along with Elway and Peyton Manning. He was on that level as far as as a prospect. Okay. You no, know, get that real. He was living up to it. Wasn't he was, nobody, yes, no, and more, oh, you're right. No, he was more than living up to it. No, he had one, <laughs> no, bro, one thousand. Saying that he was more than living up to it. He got to a championship game. Was you know. Pro Bowl every year. Yes, he was more. He was more. He, we knew watching that dude play quarterback that that was a championship caliber quarterback. So you don't. It, it's like the football guys are laughing at you right now. You don't. You don't run him out of the league, and then all of a sudden think that you're going to be one move away from being back in that championship. No, you have to suffer for that. You are getting. You could not be more accurate. They getting exactly what they deserve. Yeah, I mean, you, can, you think you're gonna you're gonna replace this dude and then what? Carson Wentz, <laughs> Pat Ryan? No, no. Like, what are we, like, come on, man. Oh, man. Yeah, no, you gotta eat. You gotta suffer for that. You yeah, when you yeah. drive off a Hall of Fame, a future yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback yeah, who's going on his way to the Hall of Fame. Franchise yeah, quarterback, no. I could not agree with this more. No. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, you do. Y'all have to do at least three more years of suffering. Yeah. Minimum. At, at least. Minimum. At least. Yes, minimum. <laughs> they, I mean, they really are convincing themselves. We're a Matt Ryan away. Sure. Oh, God. <laughs> the, that's, woo, you got to go to deep space for that. <laughs> what? One guy I heard literally try to cope. He goes, I know this is a while ago, but in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> that's six years ago. That's a long fucking long time ago. In no. Years, yes. no, 2016 <laughs> has nothing to do with right now at all. <laughs> what are we talking about? No. Yes, that is a long time ago. Yes, <laughs> six years is a long time in sports. Yes, an attorney, especially in the NFL. Uh, yes, like you didn't say 2020. No, you 2016. Uh, yeah, 2016. I was like, oh, y'all reaching. Y'all <laughs> reaching. Who are you struggling right now? Oh, man. Like, Ryan, on, listen, just say it's bad. At that point, just say it's bad. <laughs> 2016. 2016. Oh, goodness. Uh, questions for Sap. Um, uh, who won the week? Um, Who won this week? I mean, if you are Miami, you're excited, but I don't know if it's win the week worthy excitement. Right. Um, I, I, so I think like the big, oh, but it did happen this week. So I'm just going to have to go, um, like the, Sports landscape, the media, like us, like what you said, this good thing refuses to stop. Like, even though it's like I come over, I'm just like, it's crazy. This is wild, blah, blah, blah. It's very, very exciting. And that was a lot of fun today. Even though it was disorienting to happen in the middle of my work day, it was a lot of fun being like, yeah, yeah. and it is fun. Like, we joke about it. We've run to each other different people at work, all of us who care about football and our different teams, uh, we run to each other and like we're constantly blowing each other's mind. Your texts are like blowing my mind all the time. And I'm just like, this is the craziest thing ever, but it's new and it's exciting. And so if 
if you really said who won the week, I would say we won the week. We won these last three weeks, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I I can't disagree. Um, I'm gonna say the agents because <laughs> everybody everybody got paid. Facts. Everybody got paid. Facts. I mean, Deshaun Watson. Facts. Everybody that got traded got Correct. paid. Correct. And big money. Yes, they big did. Money. Yes, they did. <laughs> so so yep, you are yeah, not lying. The agents is winning right now. NFL, you you represent, yeah, there, very yep. there. So, yeah, I had yeah. a, it was a close I, call. I, I, I rescind. <laughs> they are winning. They are definitely winning. I enjoyed it not as much as they did. Yeah, they're, you they're, were right. They're loving life right now. Yes. Also, we, we can make a case for uh, Vegas for the Raiders because that day, sure. hell of a week. Sure, hell of a week. Yes, you get Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. Good week. That's that's yeah. I just couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I see someone. I couldn't remember what, if if it if it was th- if it was technically this week. That's why I just got caught up with it in my head. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> just, that's yeah. why I got caught up in my head. It's like what? When was that? Anyways, um, where do Jimmy G and Baker Mayfield land? Oh, let me say there's one real quick thing before you answer that about yeah. Baker Mayfield. Um. I like you. You've heard me talk about Baker Mayfield on this podcast. I like. I've been like. I've been. I think I've been fair in regards to Baker Mayfield, and not pointing. You know, not doing the classic lazy sports, pointing all the fingers at him, and he's overrated. Blah blah blah. So on, so on. He's you know decent quarterback, not somebody that's going to put you over the top. Whoever's taught, like whoever's in Baker Mayfield's head in terms of advising him um, in terms of what comes out of his mouth sometimes and how just the regard he holds himself into, you need to be fired. Um, Bigger people needs to humble himself. Like, he's talking like, after, like right after, um, now there's one thing, no, we know Cleveland wanted to get rid of, you know, that this was Cleveland. He wanted, you know, he wanted off Cleveland and so hard and, and what have you, whatever, whatever. But he's saying, like, his preferred destination. And I'm like, Baker, there's not going to be a lot of teams knocking at your door like that. You're not, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Like, like pipe down. <laughs> like, like, so I, I need Baker to just, eh, just scale it back. Just a, eh, just a little bit. Go ahead. Um, if I am Baker Mayfield... And Jimmy G, I think I want to stay in the NFC. That's what I think I would want to do. And yep. so then I'm thinking uh, the teams are the Falcons. Uh, I think I think that could be a great landing spot for like Baker Mayfield. Um, to your point, just a, a space where he can like it's just not that many demanding expectations around him. You also have the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Um, I would think that would be a good landing spot for Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G, honestly. Um, I don't know what the Lions want to do, to be honest with you. Um, I assume they stick with golf. And so then after that, you got Seattle. And I think um Jimmy G would be perfect in Seattle. That's where that's where I would that's where I would go. But um, if not Jimmy G, 
then I would do then 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 Baker Mayfield would then go at Seattle. I think Seattle's the ideal landing spot for either of these two if they want to remain competitive in their careers. Um, uh, so I think that that would be the spot over in the NFC. Um, in the AFC, I just keep looking at Houston. I keep looking at Houston. Um, after that, you have the Jets potentially. That's it. Houston and the Jets, potentially. And I don't even think the Jets are in it. I mean, I don't see if you're in Indianapolis why you don't have Jimmy G on your squad in the first place, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't don't understand that. I don't get it. But I don't don't get that um, at all. No. So... Yeah, that that's that's kind of like how, how I would see that shaking out. If you ask me, I would probably say um, Jimmy G. I like for what I think Seattle wants to do. In oh yeah, for what Seattle wants to do, and I think Baker Mayfield in a Carolina or Houston makes so much sense, particularly Houston. Now that I'm thinking about it, Texas football brash, da da da. They love that stuff. So those are my final answers. Jimmy G, Seattle, Baker Mayfield, Houston. Final. I have a I have a um Dark Horse sleeper? No, no. I I want to go back a little bit to who won the week. I have I forgot about this guy, but we had he has to be on in the conversation. Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins was a fourth round pick. Just signed a one year $35 million, $35 million extension. His total salary accumulations, and I checked this today, when it's all said and done, are going to come out to $231 million for a guy. Sam Darnold, two point, not Sam Darnold. Um, uh, what was the Rams quarterback? Uh, um, damn. The Eagles. He was the last rookie quarterback to get that $50 million immediate payday and uh, a huge bonus at Sam. Isn't it Sam something? You keep going with your point. I'll look it up. It's yeah, I mean, Jared, you're talking about Jared Goff? Not Jared Goff. Sorry. Keep going. Just keep going. I'll, um, I'll get it. Yeah, it's I mean, the guy, listen, he, he has some good years in Washington. Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback. Um, but Kirk Cousins is not Kirk Cousins is not a franchise. It's not, take, it's not putting you over the top and Kirk Cousins will not be in the Hall of Fame. But in terms of maximizing, get like in terms of getting that, getting talking about getting getting your bag and getting paid and make like yo, I I can like his him he and his agent. Hats off to you. Hats off to you. You can't. I like, It's just you know, is it's really remarkable to see where he's come from and for like like I said, he uh, goes look at his salary. Look at the accumulation of money that he's going to end up making. It is insane. Insane. <laughs> How much money? Hey, Kurt, Kurt just keeps winning. He's, I mean, he keeps winning from the standpoint of just, uh, winning at the bank. He's winning at the bank. So you can talk about Kurt Cousins all you want. Y'all can knock him all you want. Kurt is laughing all the way to the bank. So. Um, he is Sam Bradford 2.0. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, Sam Bradford. Yep, I forgot about. It. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh total career earnings. 
$130 million. Good for pretty uh pretty pretty high pretty high on the pretty high on the list of of anyway so um total earnings 130 million dollars and um as we know not the most stellar career no in, in about this no 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 yeah that's a good one that's a good yeah that's a good one but that, that's what i think i kirk cousins is the champ at making money yes he is i listen very good at it I can't. I'm not going. Oh, you know, nobody's I, mad. I'm not going to hustle. I'm not. No, oh. not in the least bit. Not in the least bit mad at him. Like, yeah. Um, real or not, the Packers will have a thousand yard receiver this year. Not. Okay. Um, I agree with that. The NFL offseason has surpassed the NBA's offseason. I think that's yeah. This year. Oof. That's, I mean, that's tough because the NBA is known for his offseason. The NBA's offseason is always a beast. Crazy, yeah. Um, So, surpassed, I wouldn't go surpassed. They're on equal footing. They equaled it this year. This one was one for the books, for the NFL. Um, Yeah, equal. I go equal, not surpassed. Got it. Yep. So, real or not, I'm just going to have to go not real. Because I don't know if the NFL can sustain this. We know the NBA can sustain this. Yes. Yep. They're off seasons. Uh, of course. All right. We can say not. Oh, Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice. Yeah, had an excellent career. Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice oh. had an excellent career. But you you got you got Matty Ice too. Like I said, I told you this was like a Nick move when the Nick used to get all those veterans who used to be all stars. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got to New York. You're like, we oh, can't play no more. Well, he's 37 years old with bad knees. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Knicks had an all star list of ex all stars. They like they had like they had so many. I don't mean to bash on the Knicks. Not having the greatest of seasons, but you know, oh, the Knicks. I was also going to say glass house is real. Glass yeah, house. Yeah, I, I definitely can't. No, at all. I can't. No. Nope. I can't. No. At, at I all. That. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't because we, we've been. Have eating. you ever had a name in the history of the NFL? We want you, and we're going to pay you an absorbent amount of money for it. Yeah. Speaking of the NBA, any NBA thoughts you have on as we near the playoffs? Well, I think I think I think the NBA is pretty quiet with March Madness and the NFL just exploding. So I think everything is pretty. I, mean, I haven't seen anything that is that is too like has made any waves from the last uh, has significant had made any significant waves since the last time that we talked. No. No, I mean, I think, you know, there have been, like, the talk about the MVP race. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Mine's going bonkers, scoring. Yep, that's yep. happening. Yep. Sure. Yep. yep. But don't, don't, that doesn't rate in the terms of the talking points. No. Mine can score a lot of points. We know Yes, we, we know this. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. We, we understand. LeBron's great at basketball. We get it. Um, we 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 get uh, we understand. Nets are better when Durant is on the team. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. 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 
Yes. Go on, Kevin Durant. Yeah, that, that Kevin Durant can shoot. <laughs> Harden and Embiid are good together. Yep, absolutely. We not can't even have that conversation until we get to the playoffs. So, no. cool. Fine. No. Fine. No. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I feel like, like the, the juggling of the playing games is still, you know, it's, it's, eh, that's not even honestly popping off. It's just we kind of know what's there. And we know the teams that will be interesting in those games, but we just need to get there at this point in time. Yeah. You know, it's, all, it's always that in the end of the NBA season, it's always like it's, it's own mini grind. Yeah, it's rough. It is rough. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm luckily, like I said, March Madness kind of like, luckily with this and March Madness, it kind of, it kind of like there are other things that are, are, yeah. are popping up yes. so much bigger than the NBA right yes. now. No, no question. This uh, time. No question about it. Um, listen, I, I thought this at the end of the last couple of podcasts in regards to I, what else can happen in the NFL, but who knows? Who knows in the next week? I, I, nothing will surprise me anymore. No, I'm, just, I'm not going to surprise you. I'm not even going to say that, but you know, we'll probably be on here next week going, That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. I yeah. can't believe they did that. Yeah, at this point, I'm not I'm expecting anything. Anything goes at this point. Um, so we talked about where, like, where the NFL is right now in terms of. Like when you have off season like this, there's absolutely no turning back um, in terms of how teams are going to be not so much configured, but in terms of the mentality that these front offices owners having moving forward. Um, so it, this is this seemingly will be like I, I I can't see any reason why this this will not be commonplace for not so much. For NFL off seasons in the future, going toe to toe with the kind of moves that they that are made, but in terms of just the aggression that teams who are trying to win a Super Bowl, contend for a Super Bowl, or have, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, this this ain't slowing down. Now, the only piece, the missing piece of this information is the money. Um, but in terms of teams' aggression particularly with the uncertainty of who is who are the dominant quarterbacks that hasn't been sorted out yet that hasn't been sorted out yet um and then especially now compiled on to what Kansas City did um it's a free fall it's just a free fall we're all any of us who are contenders think we can win the Super Bowl absolutely believe it and want our teams to do whatever it takes i i can touch the suit i can touch it i can touch it and i want it period in the center that is i'm there i'm there now i want it it's there time is right now get it and i think other uh with the moves that were made and the amount of young quarterbacks that are in league a lot of fan base are in the exact similar position and so, with that, you're going to get aggressive, aggressive moves. And, of course, everybody who's on the field and a part of it, who are actually tangible pieces, are going to reap 
the rewards of the fame and success of winning. So everybody's all in on this on this thing. It would be interesting to see the turnover of talent. The turnover of quarterbacks are really um, spurring this on right now. Um, but but it will be interesting to see after this year shakes itself out what the landscape looks like and if there are other teams who will be willing to let other teams pilfer off their great players or if they will in turn be more dogmatic because they want to now um, they want to now win. The biggest probably litmus test for this will be Denver. If Denver somehow wins the Super Bowl, all bets are off. I told you they initiated the arms race just by signing Russell Wilson. If signing Wilson gets them a Super Bowl and this will be the third year in a row, that would have been the third year in a row, that a uh, previous non-contender signs a quarterback and wins the Super Bowl, then all bets will truly, truly be, be off. So they're probably the biggest litmus test of this, but a lot of teams in the AFC made really big moves. Um, if somebody like Buffalo or Cincinnati win the championship, um, you know, of course, like if Cleveland, would, like I said, the world will explode if Cleveland win the championship. But if somebody like Buffalo or Cincinnati, who kind of like just built up their team um, through the years, win the Super Bowl, I think it chills this out a little bit. Packers win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, teams that have more, done it more a little bit more the traditional way, uh, I think it kind of goes back to more of an even. But man, if one of these teams that loaded up this year wins the Super Bowl, particularly Denver, all bets off. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, uh, Army wants to lay a bet down for Cleveland in the Super Bowl. I just, I can't get that idea out of my head. Uh, I mean, it, it would not that would, would it be would, a bad bet. I mean, uh, be, you, you know that, I it can't. Be, I, 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 I'm yeah. telling you right now, I'm... I, I, Sometime in the next couple of days, I'm, I'm gonna check. I'm definitely checking those eyes. I'm telling you that right now. I'm be honest with you. I'm not even. I'm not even. A, I'm not even a game like that. But I, I will be checking to see what that action is looking like. I'm, I'll be honest with you because that's that's what that's one of those bets that could go. It could. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It'd be. It's, it'd be very interesting to see what the odds are on them uh, winning the champ, winning the Super Bowl next year. Very interesting. Uh, to see. with Cincinnati being in the Super Bowl. Like those early season odds. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, Cincinnati, yeah, exactly. Cincinnati, Cincinnati's, I forgot what I forgot what Cincinnati's was. It was, I think it was in the double, uh, triple digits. Yeah, it was like twelve hundred to one. Twelve hundred to one. Okay. Unlike that. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, Cleveland will be lower than like that. Cleveland won't be that bad. Won't be that far, but still, probably not. Um. Yeah. All right, brother. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. As always, thanks to Rob Sapp. All right, sir. See you later. Appreciate you. Take it easy, man. Um, we'll certainly talk soon. Um, of course, tonight. Uh, not tonight, but 
this podcast will be out later on this evening. Uh, tomorrow, of course, I have we will be doing the Snowfall episode six, season five, episode six, the part two of the Iliad. Uh, part two of the Iliad. So you know, continuation of what last last week's episode. We'll have that on tomorrow. Have a great rest of your week. So long.